Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is, is Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. Before I start working, I need to have a break from like social media. Like I, I really, really need to disconnect and I've been wanting to, but then also like we just are kind of on and up. So I'm like, I don't want to be away. And I've had like a lot of social engagement um, on my Instagram, especially. So I'm just like, uh, but I just, it just really made me feel like I just need to be to myself and think about shit and really just like map shit out as far as me taking care of myself financially um mentally spiritually just kind of like getting out of whatever little funk I had or getting to the bottom of why I was experiencing what I was experiencing and just like start fresh because I don't want especially for us to go into like the colder seasons. I don't want to like start back being depressed. Yeah. And that that's one thing about like when you are finally happy you and you're happy for a longer period of time, you like, you kind of start wondering like, okay, when is this going in? Like what's going to be the thing that like really fucks this up for me? Or right. am I going to go back to where I was at all? Or how do I make sure that I don't go? Like you always kind of have that in the back of your head. Yeah. Like it's almost like you're, it's almost like a relapse. You're afraid you're going to relapse into uh depression. Yeah. And it kind of makes you also like afraid to even talk about just being in a good place. Cause you're like, I'm a I don't want to. Yeah. Cause as soon as you say like, damn, I've been so happy real life happen that yeah that's that's been happening with me because like i said on our text uh i've been feeling more creative and i've been happier probably for the longest of my adult life i wish i had a macbook because i could be i feel like i'd be doing so much more creative things yeah that's wait, one thing i'm gonna invest wait till in. i get this imac i'll be I'll oh be i'm gonna be over here <laughs> I'm gonna be over here, over here. <laughs> we do a final cut. We like, yeah, we doing everything. But yeah, eventually, I do want to get to video. Um. Um. But yeah. So, I since I've been experiencing this little uh, feel good moment, I'm kind of nervous. Also. Yeah. Um. By the way, buy some shirts. Oh <laughs> yes, please buy some shirts. Juice just designed some dope ass t-shirts. Once I escape poverty, I'm buying all of them <laughs> hoes and styling them up. Um, but our our merch is out here. It's about to it's about to take off. So get it while it's cheap. Yeah, cause, cause when we uh, reform, it's gonna be expensive and Ooh. nobody gonna buy that shit. We gonna have a Mike but Jones moment. <laughs> Back then he didn't want me. <laughs> we warning y'all. Um, and they're on sale right now too. But um, guess what I've been thinking about though, What's like up? this whole weekend. Also, 
I think I want to go back to school. Like, for real, for real. What you going to do? I've been thinking the same thing. Clinical psychology. Why are we the same person? <laughs> like, I was literally... Like, after this weekend, um, just everybody has family members that have mental issues that are not addressed. And everybody's just like, oh, that's just them. No. Uh, <laughs> he's got problems. <laughs> um... And then it also, I've been I'm 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 becoming more skeptical about moving to Nashville because Nashville is not that black. It's true, and I I knew that when I made the decision, but I think my like main reason for wanting to do Nashville is because it's still just like right here, and I just I still want to be close to my nephew. But away I'm also <laughs> wondering. No, not away from. Him. I don't want. I don't want to be away from him. Um, I also am wondering, like, do I want to go through another experience away from home that is not majority black? Because I've done that already. I think we should stop this right now, so people have to listen. All right. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good stopping point. Okay, that was good though. I hope I didn't say nothing crazy because I don't remember shit. No, you didn't say anything crazy. You just talked about your weekend, your beer gauntlet. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Nashville. What like what really made you think about it though? Well, when I was I was literally like in the car. We were on the way back from um from Mobile. And I was just on my phone, like, researching, like, clinical psychology degrees and, like, what I need to do. And if anybody will actually, like, offer a Pell Grant. But found out you can't get a Pell Grant if you already have a degree, which is bullshit. Yeah. Um, just trying to figure out the financial part of it. And Terrell was saying on Twitter the other day, like, you need to come to Atlanta. And I was, I've always been so against Atlanta because I hate the traffic. But then I'm also like, but Atlanta is very black. And I just feel like I could use a black experience like a black city a true black city experience yeah um you go to charlotte or charleston those are black ass cities also that would be that would be dope too oh jason Sagara followed me yeah oh he uh speaking of which i didn't did i i guess i had followed him he just takes uh read that he just uh i asked yeah, his his shit is dope. But yeah, I randomly met him that day. Corey was spinning. That shit was dope, though. So, I'm gonna, so uh, you handle that. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Even though that's through mine, I think. Um, it is. I'll message him. I'll message him. I'll get my little inspo board. Um, but yeah. We're connecting with dope-ass people. Yeah, we really are. And I've been getting, like, really good, uh, like, confirmations and stuff from my friends. Like, keep up the good work. Like, I feel like y'all are on the verge of, like, sponsorship. Like, y'all are doing so good. And I'm just like, damn, are we really doing that good? <laughs> I think we are. We are. <laughs> like, clearly we are. So, yeah, it's, that's pretty cool. It is dope. But, yeah, I want to mo- move, and I'm still torn about where. 
what if we stayed here and we just took over the city? <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that too. We can do it. But I need to get out of here. We can do it, bro. I still feel like there's nothing here for me. We can make it. <laughs> <laughs> we can own this fucking city. Mm. We can steal it from these square ass niggas. With their bullshit, <laughs> like yo, yeah, just a fear, uh, uh, unfiltered, raw ass Wu Tang shit. Try to take over the world, but yeah, um, one sec. Wait, one sec. But we're recording now. <laughs> <laughs> Midway through, I was like. I always just talking to Mike just in case, like I don't know what. Um, but yeah, um, it was just a weird like self uh, reflecting weekend. I found out a lot about myself. The funny thing is, I was thinking about going into counseling. I just get my master's in counseling, and then I could do it like in the school level. Yeah, that'd be dope. Kids need to be reached. And then I was thinking, do I really want to go around these badass kids? <laughs> Again. <laughs> I escaped the first time, nigga. Second time around. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, mama, they got me. <laughs> Probably not. Uh-huh. But yeah, I'm I'm really considering clinical psych. I'm just wondering if I'm going to have to start all the way over. I don't know how many of my... The other thing I thought about doing is getting their certificate in, uh, like, computer information systems. And then I can just get entry-level jobs somewhere and then still make around the same amount of money. Facts. And facts, not be facts, around facts. literal crazy people. Because, oh, my God. I, have, I don't know. I'm getting tired. Like, for my own mental, I have to detach myself from it because I get so... Uh, I take on people's problems a lot and that's not always a healthy thing especially when you have anxiety and depression and stuff you have to detach yourself a little bit I do that a lot too I did that earlier with my sister she called me with some shit and I'm just like ah, wasn't what I needed before this interview and then my mama texts me and some things got miscommunicated in the, t- in the text and I was trying to figure out what she was talking about and she was trying to figure out what I was talking about and I was like I'm sorry I'm just on edge like it's a <laughs> lot going on everybody you know relying on me for shit I hate when that happens yeah I and I, I want to be there for people because I know what it's like to feel alone or to be like talking to somebody or wanting to vent while you're talking to somebody and you can tell that they're just kind of like not really wanting to give you that time like I always want to make sure that I'm not dismissing anybody when they're feeling that way but at the same time I'm a person too (laughs) right and I have emotions and feelings also all the time man I had so many emotions this weekend there's some things that I want to talk about but I just don't think I can talk about them on here I'll just have to tell you later. <laughs> Yo, if people ever got to listen to our off-air <laughs> podcast, like that shit is even doper than like the shit that we be having. We can on. definitely like just record it if we want to, but just know that that's not some shit that I'm ready for it to be put out. No, nah, well, it's better just to leave that off. We recorded like 
the off-air podcast, which is way doper, <laughs> has been lit so far. We need to just start another segment, off-air with Kim and Juice. <laughs> like, yeah, this is the shit that didn't happen. Because um, we be going in. <laughs> I was talking to my homeboy about that today, too. Like, I guess I really do wonder, like, how much Zodiac shit really plays into who you are. Because I, I knew this about myself, but I am just so passionate. I actually so fiery. That's one of the things I wrote down. We are like, we are the (laughs) ultimate Sagittarius podcast. Like, (laughs) like when I posted that thing on Twitter, it's like, why does everybody hate us? It's like, even though I know that (laughs) lack of awareness of Sagittarius trait. I mean, that's why, like, when we originally were going to start with Terrell, what were we thinking about? Like, the Fiery Nines or something like that? Yeah. Like, what were our... Those are all terrible names, They too. were. They <laughs> like, oh, I do remember thinking, yeah, I'm definitely not going to be part of a podcast <laughs> named any of this shit. <laughs> and then I was like, I got to think of something dope as fuck. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, we are, like, stereotypical Sagittarius. Yes, I am a Sagittarius through and through. And I had posted like a screenshot of my text message with a guy that I was talking to earlier. Um, not anybody that I'm trying to date, just like one of my best friends. And I said that shit. Like, I'm just so fiery. I'm so passionate. I'm so emotionally connected to everything. And I wish I was not that way. And I wish I knew how not to be that way. Why does everybody hate us, though? <laughs> everybody acts like Sagittarius are the devil. <laughs> I think it's partly because we're straightforward. We, but we we do appear to be assholes. I can understand why somebody wouldn't like me as a person, and I'm totally fine with that. There's things about me, and I am very arrogant. <laughs> I'm snappy. I can see, you know, like if you if if I'm feeling a way about something, or if you provoke me, like I'm I'm a snapper. I will snap. <laughs> I will too, but but I, I feel like I'm pretty like understanding. I've gotten better at handling stuff, but yeah. it's still a work in progress. Yeah, especially like I feel like when like us personally, when we are dealing with a lot, and then like other things happen on top of it, like I feel like we, I lash out. <laughs> I know I lash out um, in different ways, but. Um, the funniest thing is when like one of us is on one and the other one is here like yikes it's <laughs> like whoa buddy what are you doing <laughs> like, like oh we gotta talk about something fun too <laughs> right like what um so yeah i um i'm really thinking about doing this clinical psychology shit like i'm i've always had a passion for psychology and how people think and shit like that but now like and then another thing I wonder, like, is it too late with me being 30? No. There's tons of people that start. Especially if I want to go, like, PhD level. It's better than doing it when we were younger and we didn't know what we wanted to do. That's very true. At least you can go back and do what you want now. Um, And that's also what I've been thinking about. But my real thing is... Am I willing to get rid of the money? <laughs> Am I willing to take a pay cut for happiness? Or am I just like, no, fuck it, I can buy happiness? <laughs> what do you mean? You think you'll have to take a pay cut in order to, to do counseling? No, like if I like... To or go time, back to school. Or go back to school, oh, I would have yeah. to take... You wouldn't be able to work as much. Yeah. 
I don't know if I could do six days a week and go to school on top of it. Probably not. I mean, I also did student teaching and had two classes on top of that. That's one thing that I need to figure out is what I'm going to do about paying for it. And I mean, sure, Sally Mae will give me all the money in the world. but Sure, Lucifer, <laughs> let me sign my life away. Right, again. again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that I could get some fucking financial aid, but I'm going to need, I'm still going to have to have a job. Yeah. So it's just like, what pace am I going to take? And But I'm like 70% sure that I want to do it. I just got to figure out when and where. Follow your dreams. Maybe you should go to uh, Oakwood or A&M and experience a black-ass fucking uh, experience. Maybe it's all meant to be. I don't want to stay in Huntsville. Bro, we can take over the fucking city. <laughs> um, yeah, man, we can take over Huntsville, bro. <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to take over more than just Huntsville. Got to start. I don't know how to say small, <clears throat> but I do think that I mean we're we're only in the second we're in the second year of doing this. Taking over, bro. <laughs> okay, we need to talk about shit. We just been we've been having like our own moments. We yeah. haven't even talked about anything. Did you listen to Chance the Rapper's? Uh, I album? did twice. How do you feel? Hot shower resonated with me. And that's it so far. And I'm so sad because there's so many tracks on there's way more tracks on this album than he's ever put out before. And I just couldn't and I don't know if it's cause I saw people not feeling it before I listened to it, but I really tried to give it a like I listened to it back to back. I've listened twice and it wasn't what I expected. But he actually is rapping his ass off on some parts of it. It's just does people don't like happy music. <laughs> somebody said, um Joe Budden said it's like Disney music. And somebody said this is for um like graduations and, and Mother's Day and shit like that. And I'm just like, Well Chance has always been a happy yeah, and in the album about his wedding reception. Yeah. Uh, my thing is, <laughs> some people, for one, some people have been rooting for him not to win since he came out. Either they just don't like him or whatever. And then some people don't ever want to see people grow. And try to say that something's just trash because they don't understand it. Or because they they are trying something that they're not used to. Right. But, I mean, that's what artists do. They're going to go off the, the norm at some point. Nobody, right. you can't evolve as an artist if you never do that. Like, I didn't like the fact that people had acid rap uh, trending. Like, man, I miss acid rap. Like, bro, it's not... He's different. He's not the. He's in a whole different like acid rap was he's so a, long ago, almost ten years ago. He's a married father, a married man with a kid. Like he's not. 
Turn up. <laughs> what it do, baby? Mellow or cab stove? Oh, it's yellowtail cab stove. Um, what it do, baby? Really <laughs> wrong. So, I'm recording. What's up? Mm. Are you drunk? Kim said, what's up? What up, Wendy? What's up? What you up to, girl? You ain't finna fuck nobody up, is it? Are you still having your birthday party Saturday? I am. Y'all coming? Mm. I'm down. Fuck yeah, I'll come. Let's turn up. Let's turn up. I hope you... What you wearing, girl? What you gonna wear? I got a black robe on, but my thighs not getting in there. No, put them thighs out. Me and Tiffany were talking about that shit today. That sounds like some shit. How much you drink? (laughs) (laughs) Some what? (laughs) Some oats. Turn up, let's go. You gotta be sexy. I need, I need you to have your titties out. Yeah. Okay. Well, as long as you got your titties out on Saturday, I'm wearing mine out too. Okay. Yeah. Let's. I'll talk to you. Yes, that's what I need right now, bitch. I'm broke. I'm poor. All right. We'll be there. I'll be there. All right. See you then. All right. See you. Damn. We really need to have her on one time. She's fucking nuts. We really do. (laughs) She always is in some shit. Oh, what do you think about uh, Diddy dating uh, Lori Harvey? Yeah. I didn't realize Lori Harvey was as young as she was. I know. She's like 22. I thought she was like our age. Yeah. Diddy definitely has this thing for younger women. And that's fine. They're of age. They're of consenting age. So I guess there's not really much you can say about it there. But it it does always kind of like make me feel a way when older men consistently date like significantly younger women. Because Diddy's like what? Almost 50? If It'll not be 50 already? this year. Yeah, so she, him and Hove would be fifty this year. He's he's literally twice her age, and then some. Um, and also the whole dating his son thing. She dated his son, Justin. Did she? Yes. You have been. <laughs> you you really have taken a break from social media. Yeah, <laughs> I like I don't watch TV. I don't really be like I'd be doing my own shit. But damn, that is. Uh. <laughs> Mm-mm. you gonna be Eskimo brothers with your own son <laughs> if I was a son I'd just be walking around I hit it 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 I, I hit didn't it know first. that I didn't know that which one is Justin the one that looks like him no uh, that's uh the light skin one his rap name is King Kong uh, yeah the light skin one is Justin not Albie Shore's son not the oldest Quincy Justin is the one 
I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, the one that played football at uh, UCLA. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, that's fucking wild. I wonder how Steve feels about this. I know. You know what's another thing that's crazy to me, though, too, is that Steve Harvey produced her. <laughs> I think that's his stepdaughter. Is it? I think. I think that he adopted it? her. Oh, wow. I, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's what it is. Okay, so that's not his biological daughter. I don't think so. Because I was like, damn, how did... Steve don't look good Come enough on, play him. <laughs> Steve don't look good enough to be having kids that look like supermodels. Like, <laughs> what if you could just put like a mustache on there and be like, oh, that is Steve Harvey's. <laughs> like, what up, play him? <laughs> like, I, I know Marjorie is fine as hell. I think it's Marjorie's. Steve. I think it's Marjorie's uh, daughter. Okay. From a previous well, relationship. That makes sense. The last name is what had me super confused. I was like, yeah. I want Lori Hardy on my wishes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mm, I don't want no parts in anybody that my child. No, I don't even like to fuck people. My friends fuck me either, and a lot of people don't understand that. That man, that's another thing we have to talk about. <laughs> it just ties into this thing. But <laughs> I'm so excited to I know, hear what I know, happens. I know it's so, it's just so weird and it's so much. But like, there's a lot of people. There's <laughs> a lot of people who are just okay with like fucking their friends and fucking their friends' friends. Like, I, I feel like we've talked about this before, but like, I didn't realize this until uh, I started working more heavily in the fast food industry that friends fuck within friend groups yeah very often and then i just started like picking up on it outside of my fast food industry friends and i was like y'all gonna be feeling weird about this like because for one like y'all talk amongst yourselves about your sexcapades so don't you think that your sexcapade with this oh well it ended it ended it ended um, but don't you think that your sexcapade is going to be talked about as well? Like, if you talked about, if you if you heard about this person from somebody else and you getting ready to sleep with them, don't you think that somebody else going to talk about you sleeping with them? Like, I don't I don't understand how people don't feel weird about that. Everybody's different with sex. Yeah. Like, like for me, it's weird. I guess even though I was, there was one person I was going to try to talk to, and then. That made me be like, yeah, I will never do this. Because <laughs> that worked out awful. And if I every time I see that bitch, I think, <laughs> fuck that bitch. <laughs> I hope she dies. <laughs> oh. We have we may have to talk about that on the podcast one day. Well. That that shit gets deep. Well. But yeah. Uh yes. Yeah, I try not to be weirded out by people's comfortability with like stuff like that. Mixing and mingling of sexual encounters. Yeah, but I'm kind of like, that's weird. To me, it's weird. I'm not saying it's weird to anybody else because I'm weird to anybody else, but hey, it is what it is. It's weird to me. Like, I, I can't, like, I kind of entertain 
this one dude that dated this girl that I used to work with, like way back in 2007. Whoa, whoa, long, long time ago. <laughs> that, that's me trying to justify it. And it was still in my younger days, right? It was still initially like weird to me when he approached me, but then I was like, well, I mean, they both moved on. We aren't like that close, but I, it was still just kind of like, I don't want to, I don't know. I guess I just think like if this becomes a thing that is serious and we are having sex, like I'm just going to be thinking about like them having sex. (laughs) Like I can't, (laughs) you can't uh, disconnect. I can't disconnect it. I can't because, and and another thing too about it is like, I was rooting for them when they were together. I was like, Oh my God, y'all are so cute. Oh my God. And then, I want to fuck your man. <laughs> Never felt that way about him. When I they know, were, I'm just but like, I'm just being. I've been being messy a lot lately. Like my sister, like <laughs> I just do stuff, like just to fuck with people, and it's so funny because like I was riding, like because my sister's building a house, so I was riding back from where their house was. And she was talking about somebody she knew uh, was getting married in high school or whatever, but they always used to date white guys or whatever. And then I was like, man, we're used to like white boys too. And her husband was like, oh. like he got quiet and was looking. And she was like, you just so messy. <laughs> I was like, so you never liked a white boy? And she didn't say nothing. She was just like, you just messy. Bro, I swear every black girl that has gone to a predominantly white school has had at least one major white boy crush. Or every black dude that's gone to a majority white school has had, man, you know how beautiful I thought Ashley well, Hawkins was. Oh, <laughs> they used to be my BFF. Um, she was always really nice also. <laughs> it's just way more accepting, though, for black men to be with, with with white women than it is the other way around. I don't, I don't know if it is. It depends. People won't say shit out in public as much as they would if it was a black woman. Yeah, maybe that's it. But but that, I I feel like I get so many like side eyes from a lot of my friends when I whenever I mention like doing anything with a white dude in a in the dating aspect, they're always kind of looking at me sideways, and I'm just like, just because you aren't attracted, like you don't have to, <laughs> like you don't have to shit on me, right? I'm mostly attracted to black women. I'm mostly attracted to black men, but I'm also, I don't know. Like, I, if you're attractive, you're attractive to me. And I've just always felt like that. This is true. Um, that's how I feel also. Ultimately, I would like to be with a black man, but I feel like if that doesn't happen, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to be with any man, period. Like, right. I'm not going to not give other races a chance. <laughs> now, if I am ever in a relationship with a white woman she gotta be woke as fuck it's certain shit that i just i just can't i can't that's how i feel too and i think that's what makes me be like i kind of would like to have a black relationship yeah yeah then everybody be posting like the black love posts and the the me and somebody's son posts are right. my favorite. <laughs> that shit is funny. <laughs> me and somebody's son this weekend. <laughs> oh, 
I love those, but yeah. But um, it is like I'm not gonna rush. I don't know what the fuck. I feel like I have an equal amount, honestly, of black and white men that shoot their shot with me. So that's another thing, too, as to why I'm just like open, I guess. It's true. Because I know a lot of white dudes that are scared to approach black women. Oh, I they know it, too. And that's another, that's another thing I learned working in fast food. It's like... I had a lot of white dudes that I found out were like talking about me behind my back about how they wanted to, to try to holler or fuck or whatever would never say it to me though, to my face. It's been, I mean, it's been people that have been like, I really like Kim. I just don't know how to talk. Like, just go on. <laughs> I'm a person. <laughs> Can shoot your shot in person, my G. We we went to school. You literally know her. <laughs> if somebody asks me out on a date and they have not been like creepy with me, nine times out of ten, I'm gonna say yes. I asked you on tons of dates, <laughs> nigga. We've been on dates. The fuck, we went to the movies together, my nigga. Like we went to mangoes together. That way, that way. <laughs> your boy. We be legit. doing shit. We be doing your boy shit. Is legit. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> your boy is legit. <laughs> Ladies, I'll be, I'll be uh, showing a good time to uh, my dates, as one of my dates can attest, cultural experience. Did not have any bad times on any of the dates. I'm fun as fuck. <laughs> Me too, niggas. <laughs> okay, that's true. But yeah, um, I do need to go on it. I need to get more dating experience. I started slowly getting out of my shell, and then I was like, nope. <laughs> it's too much it's too much it's too much and now i'm like okay now it's time to get back out here you know what i feel like would be good for you is like a group date thing yeah. so that you don't have the pressure of like the one-on-one immediately like that's uh, that's probably how you need to ease into it yeah. you know get to know somebody in a group setting first and then you can kind of venture out and do your own thing like on another date yeah, like, well, since you enjoyed your time with me this time, how about we cut these other niggas out <laughs> <laughs> and me and you go somewhere? <laughs> Let's take it back to the crib. <laughs> <laughs> Music. Shit. <laughs> you crazy. But, um... Oh, and I'm still waiting on uh homegirl to uh I'm just gonna keep secretly liking oh, her shit. Just keep 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 at it. Keep at it. I'm gonna start shooting my shot. I'm wearing you down, like Steve Urkel said. Man, I always felt some type of way about Laura's bitch ass. <laughs> that shit. Cause I definitely always felt like I was Urkel. It's like, man, some girl gonna do that shit to me. I honestly that storyline did kind of bother me. Like I hate that, like Oh, you gotta have a major glow up for somebody to be interested in you. Yeah, I, I, I it's, always felt a way about that. I mean, and then also, I mean, he was essentially stalking her. <laughs> he was doing creepy shit, and I wouldn't advise any young man to definitely follow around a girl for years until she falls in love with you. Trust me, guys, I've done it with uh, my co-host, and that shit didn't work. 
<laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, you were not that extreme. Calm down. Or were you? No, I don't need to know that. Don't no, answer I that. <laughs> no, I really wasn't. Because Loki, the, the shit just started getting funny to me at the end. Like when you were saying shit and then I just put the Stevie J uh, gif. <laughs> I'd be like, no, nigga. And then you just started just getting mean when you're like, all right, this is kind of hurtful. <laughs> what? How was I mean? Like, what time you, like, the gif you sent back was the funniest shit in the world. I was like, if I really liked her, like, as much as I act like I did, oh, God. It, like, even though you did hurt me <laughs> at the reunion. <laughs> like, so we going to be dating at my brother's wedding? You drunk ass. <laughs> you had no intention. <laughs> I was like, yeah, finally. <laughs> no, nigga, we could have been dates at the wedding. You tell me two years later. I didn't have no date. You should have brought it up again. No. <laughs> That's how you get set up. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm open to dating. And plus, it's tons of cool shit in Huntsville to explore now. I'm kind of tired of doing it alone. Get out there, fam. I told you, you got to start kicking it with me. That's a loud-ass pour. Damn, that is a loud-ass pour. <laughs> Very acoustic. <laughs> like, we we uh, are like almost like an ASMR <laughs> Slash foodie podcast. Like, I don't know what the fuck we are. Like, who are we? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's tons of uh, Huntsville stuff to explore. I do need to start getting out here enjoying this uh, live music. I'll be forgetting about um, concerts in the park on Mondays. Yeah. We really, but I think that's about to end soon. We really need to start going to these Tuesday. R&B the R&B Lives. I used to go to those all the time. But they've been moving around. So I went to R&B Live last Thursday, which was dope. That ended up being at the camp, and it was free. But normally R&B Live is either at the Lumberyard, and it's $5, or lately it's been at Envy. I've never been to Envy. I do kind of need to go to Envy. They got some bomb-ass wings. Like, I need to. I need to. We need to ingratiate ourselves in Black Huntsville culture. We do. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Whole <laughs> 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 We're trying to say that shit too fast. Bitch, over ho 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 Wholeheartedly. Like, uh, we got to explore and support uh, North Huntsville, especially now. Now that we're <laughs> moving on up. But yeah. Um we're getting tons of feedback and it's good. I like the direction we're moving. Um if we can get this video shit down then we we can really take off. Yeah, really we just need a mount, honestly. Like a tripod or a mount and we'll be good. And then I need to clear all the shit out of my phone. You wanna do the video stuff? Yeah, I mean, I don't see why not. Like, now that we have kind of built, like, a following, I feel like we can start. When I went live the other day, I was just, because I was bored. You know what I'm saying? I was live on Instagram. I was just like, I guess this is what unemployed bitches do. They just be on Instagram all day. <laughs> be an IG thought. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So, uh, but George Woodard, shout out to him. He was all like, man, you need to do YouTube shit. Like, there's so many people out here doing YouTube. Yeah. Like, live. I didn't even know that YouTube had a live. Mm-hmm. I don't, I just get on YouTube and watch what I watch and I get off. I don't be knowing how things function, but. And Akeem learned how to edit the stuff pretty quick. I think he could do it. Yeah, YouTube has an app where for creators yeah you can upload your videos and edit through the app and then upload to the site so let's get on this shit yeah global uh what did it say step brothers global warming just kidding uh prestige world 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 wide 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 <laughs> um can't wait to get merch like i love all the shit that you designed thank you i can't wait until we can like branch out though and start getting like the made by hand crazy like cool colors and different like do that i need to just like play around with that i really just need a fucking macbook but i designed the logo i designed all the shit on my phone on your phone and then i I uploaded them on a desktop. Uh, thank you for uh, <laughs> allowing me not to do any work, but get a lot of shit done. <laughs> I have designed a website, <laughs> designed shirts. You really been on it. I really want to help more. Um, so just start telling me what, um, where I can get in, where fit you fit in, in. In, the, in the creative part. That's that's who I am anyway. Or something just to keep it get, get I've been I've been enjoying the Twick and Hammer uh IG. That is the best ever. Like I love Twick and Hammer. That shit is hilarious. Whoever is running that shit. He actually did a podcast Bomb. with somebody where he talked about everything. And I'm like, I kind of want him on a podcast. We need to get him <laughs> on a podcast. Like, real shit. I, th- I swear I thought he was. I'm going to reach out. I swear I thought he was black. I'm going to reach out. Because he be talking about, like, Tony be like, the bougie black people shit. I'm like, uh, shit is real as fuck. I'm going to reach out. I have to. Because that's a dope-ass page. Like, the and amount he- of humor. He be reading these people for filth. Yes, that's why it's hilarious because it's so real. Apparently, he moved to like California and then he moved back here. So he he kind of said he wanted to because uh, Huntsville kind of just filling himself a little bit too much, mm. and then he be taking down a peg. Like yes, yes, but like the uh, podcast I listened to when I'm on, he was it was funny as fuck because I'm like. I what podcast? Oh, shit, I can't remember. Was it a The Alabama Take podcast, episode 28, Twickenhammer. Alabama Take? The Alabama Take podcast. The Alabama Take. But it's on 
Apple podcast and everything too. But he's like a he's a he's a gay dude. And he's like liberal as fuck. And he's just reading these motherfuckers yeah. for film. It's like that shit is dope. <laughs> and he was like he was talking. He's like a lot of uh, brands don't want to uh, deal with me because I'm so out there. And I was thinking, but my brand does. Our brand is right up the alley of filthy ass very, uh, Huntsvilleians. Very, very, very. <laughs> That's kind of what we do. <laughs> filthy ass Huntsville or Hunts Vegas, as the kids used to say. <laughs> I always hated that shit. I did too. It's like, mm-hmm. I mean, because Huntsville does like Huntsville's bougie as fuck. It's like, take like, Huntsville is very elitist. Yes, and then also we'll we won't uh, embrace like we're just now getting to the point where we embrace just being Huntsville and being different from everybody else. Like everybody always wants to have some shit that everybody all these other places have. But we're not them. And that's what he was talking about in the podcast, too. Mm -hmm. And he was also slightly dabbling on how segregated Huntsville is. Mm. But they didn't go fully in it. I was like, if we have him on, we could go all the way in this shit. Because he was like, it's just so separated. It's like, like, nah, I know what he's saying. Come on through. Yep. But, yeah. Like, we just not getting to the point where we embrace Huntsville culture. If that is a real thing. I mean, it definitely is, but yeah. No, Huntsville culture is definitely a real thing. Yeah. But we also have to embrace the quirkiness of Huntsville. And it's like, it's a, it's an okay place. It's some problems that we got to fix. But I also don't think bringing in all of these uh, companies and stuff from other places and just like, we should have like legitimate Huntsville like restaurants and shit that you can only get like here. Yeah, I think Toy Box is is Toy Box is dope. It's so underrated. I haven't been there in a while, but I love Toy Box. They always have really good beers also. They do have really good beers. They had a really good um like a blueberry beer once and it, ugh, it just changed my life. And then like stuff like that I think is dope. Like, the concept is cool. Like the like, menu is cool. It's got all the superhero themes and everything. It's just like a laid back vibe, and the building is cool. Yeah, I, the location I think hurts them a little. If it just definitely feels like a campus eight hundred five type feel. I think they do good with like UAA shit though. True. Because, like, that's the other part I always forget that UH is literally right. It's on university. Yeah, UH doesn't have much of a scene other than what, like, Maggie Myers and. Yeah. And Maggie Myers is. Yeah. <laughs> never been, but I also have never been excited to go. <laughs> it's it's definitely a college bar. I bet. I, I got shit faced there a couple times. But <laughs> I mean, it is. I get shit faced anywhere. Could you, would you. <laughs> In a house, could you, would you, with a mouse? As you take a sip of your wine, but as I, I do could not, as well. would not, but I would still do it. Taking a sip of mine as well. So, but yeah. <sighs> Refreshing. Um, but yeah. I think we finally found our groove. Um, what I would you like to change about Huntsville if you could? What's one thing outside of, you know, racism? <laughs> 
<laughs> what would I change about Lindsay? That's a good question. Um, the the nightlife scene, I feel like, is so. We don't have enough of a variety here. We don't have. We actually don't have a whole lot of like loungy type spaces. Yeah, I would like more lounges. Um, like 3,000 Bar is cool, but it's small. And if it gets packed in there, it's just really kind of uncomfortable. Um, and then like after the downtown shit, it's like, what are you going to do if you're not going to go to the black clubs? Like 47, Envy. Hideaway. I still haven't been to Hideaway, but I heard the wings are dope as fuck. Man, nigga, the wings are bomb. The wings at Hideaway are, are better than the ones at 47. One of uh, Stan's poker buddies, he's like, he, he said he loves their wings. Um, I wish Huntsville had more of, uh, I don't know, I guess just like a, a more like recreational scene too like give us some shit where we can like race go-karts and like you know mm-hmm. paintballing and and just more daytime fun as well like i feel like huntsville is just really putting up a whole lot of restaurants right and it's like no we need other stuff to do give us eat. yeah give us some more shit it's, it's like it's still the same shit to do like i've said for years the most you can do in Huntsville is go eat and go see a movie. We're kind of starting to boom, like with more music coming on the scene and stuff. But as far as like other nighttime events, it's always the same shit downtown or for one hour days. We got to go to Dave and Buster. So <laughs> we got to turn that shit all the way out. Oh, I am competitive as fuck. Like if you want to, you want to hit that Connect Four or that motherfucking Mario Kart? Uh, don't they have big Mario Kart at Dave and Buster's? I think they do. Ooh, I will fuck some shit up at Mario Kart. Um, but yeah, we need more like active things, and and we're kind of starting to develop an actual like fitness scene too, which I think is cool. Um, but we still need more. I want a black ass low meal. That's what I want. <laughs> I want where the hotels and the, uh, <laughs> the bougie niggas can uh, recreate. <laughs> but uh, when I went to Inner Space Brewery, they had a lot of board games. Where's Inner Space Brewery? It's right down from Campus 805. So that sounds like Saturn in Birmingham, if you've ever been. This this is pretty much like a hole in the wall, and it's it's like it's tons of. You know what one weird thing is? Saturn is kind of a well. Mm. You know, like two things. First, uh, Markham has been posting that mom's place, mom's basement in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. I definitely want to go there one day. We need a place like that. This, what is that uh, like a bar? Yeah, it, it looks like a, a basement, and they have stuff there. I'm like, yeah, that's the type of shit I want to see in Huntsville. Let's, why is Voodoo the only uh, shit? I was just going to say, I really want Voodoo to be revamped. Yeah. 
We need another, we need another foodie, a bigger foodie. There was a um place in Miami called Voodoo. Oh, the other thing I was gonna say is um on that podcast I was talking about uh the Twickenhammer dude was saying it's kind of weird that we're kind of like trying to make drinking fun for families. Like all the breweries are like, <laughs> like I never thought about right, it. Right, they're all like, bring your kids to this. Bring your dogs. <laughs> like, ain't niggas gonna be drunk there? <laughs> I'm always surprised when I am like at Straight to L or Salty Nut or Yellow Hammer and I see like whole ass families there yeah. eating and drinking like with their kids and I'm like, oh, and that kinda reminds me of that um Amanda Seal shit where she was like I don't know if you saw that post that she made a couple of days ago where she was like, you have to be mindful and conscious of what you're doing in front of your children. Like don't be drinking and smoking and yada, yada, yada. Don't have this whole like do as I say, not as I do mentality. Cause that never works type of thing. So whenever I see like families out at breweries, I'm just like, well, this is awkward. Like granted I get, you can get food at a brewery, but when you know that you're trying to have a couple, you try to let loose. I just feel like that's not a good. Um, when I went to Salty Nut, which is also a hole in the wall, but Salty Nut is kind of the hole in the wall type shit I fucks with. I like Salty Nut. I love Salty Nut. When I was there, I was thinking, I was like, this would be a cool place to have like a party. Hint, hint. Oh, I wonder if they um, do that. If they let people just kind of rent out the space for a couple hours, like Furniture Factory does. Might be something to look at once we escape poverty. Uh, <laughs> once we escape poverty, it's okay because I'm gonna be making that good, good. Mm-hmm. That dinero. Um, but yeah, salty nuts cool. Salty nut, yeah, that would be a cool place to have an event. Um, but yeah, drinking around. Whoa, when I was there, that's what I was talking about. When I was there. There was a little girl there with her parents, and they were sitting at the bar, and a little girl was there, and she was just drinking the lemonade there because it's non-alcoholic lemonade. And meanwhile, I was getting fucked up. <laughs> yeah, um, Casey actually sent me a picture once of like a little girl sitting at the bar while both of her parents were sitting there getting fucked up. Do you know what this little swallow? Um, and I was just like, yeah, that is brave of the parents and kind of weird. So. I got another bottle. I was prepared. Crack that open. (laughs) I'm in the mood. I'm in the mood. Um. What else should we talk about before we wrap it up then? Who are we? Nigga been asleep good tonight. Good thing I don't have no plans tomorrow. I actually gotta go and purchase my uniform. Damn, we gotta buy a uniform? Um, well, we just have to have dark denim. Um, serve safe shoes. You know, slip resistance. Them ugly ass shoes. Um, and 
like checkered or plaid shirts, and I only have one plaid shirt. This may sound weird, but those shoes are comfortable as fuck. Though. They are comfortable as fuck. I used to have a pair. I wonder if I still got them from when I was working at Burger Five. But um, I gotta go and handle some business. I've been thinking about trying to get a second job at a brewery. I might actually have two jobs soon because I have another interview next Wednesday. Ooh, we gonna get this money. Nigga, it's hustling season for I feel you. I told y'all. <laughs> I told y'all we won't stop. I told you. <laughs> Come to suburban thing and just give me undoing this uh, second bottle of water. <laughs> <laughs> I actually need to just, yeah, I'm gonna take a picture. Like, damn, how long y'all been recording? <laughs> Six years. <laughs> It was 80 years ago. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. As I'm pouring, you're like putting the cup up. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's going up. Um, but yeah, I feel like we finally found it. I just got to keep adding stuff to this room. Also, I have a chill spot. I did. I think I'm going to get a bookshelf put over there. And I think I'm going to. I don't know if you noticed, but I have my Dreamcast in there. And my Nintendo. So I think I may, if I'm going to use one of those other uh, TVs. We have to. We really need to find a way to use our beautiful friends and our merch. Because <laughs> I've been thinking, like, we got some good looking ass friends. Like, Nick be posting the pictures with plants. I'm like, that's a good looking motherfucker. <laughs> Nick is gorgeous. <laughs> Like, um, like this nigga is, is just taking a picture with a plant and wearing glasses. I'm like, this nigga's fly as fuck. Yeah, I love Nick. <laughs> um, who else? Who's a girl? KK. Oh, Kaylin. Yes, she would swag some of our shit out for sure. So, like, I've been trying to think of people that. Have good personal style too, and yes. those two definitely have good personal style. When when we do get big, we need to actually have like a merch photo shoot sure with them in some of the shirts and shit. Um. Yeah. No, one place I did think would be dope to take pictures. Uh, the train museum, like you know, the red train that has Southern on it. That would be cool. Like, start thinking about shit like that. I was thinking about um, the carousel out at Bridge Street could be cool too, like a nighttime shoot. Uh, Based on that Birkin, uh, Birkin bag uh, video. Yeah. Um, Jordan Woods is fine as fuck. Gorgeous. Like, yo, um, Scotty Beam was in uh, BJ the Chicago Kids video. That's what I didn't get to do is listen to his album. I haven't listened to it yet, but I saw that video. Scotty Beam is the love interest in it. I'm in love with her. 
I've like I've I've been known that, but it's like every now and then like, God damn. And she was like, I was trying to be sexy, it's hard not to be sexy. I would be like, No, it's not, not with you. <laughs> <laughs> like I'd be trying not to be like that thirsty ass thirsty nigga. Thirsty ass creep on fucking uh, yeah. all the social. Oh, no, you fine as fuck, baby. <laughs> She is, she is <laughs> Yeah, no, I love Scotty Beam. I love a good, like, chocolate beauty. You know who else is fine as fuck? It's motherfucking uh, Justine Sky. Yes. Uh, her Bro. face, her skin. At the BET Awards, she was fine as fuck. She is, like... And I don't understand why people can't hear me say those things and not think that I'm trying to get at them sexually. But, like, women have always admired women. I don't yeah. like that's not anything new. Nick posted a picture of Nicole Bahari. Oh yes, I another love another one. Another one. I was gonna tweet about her the other day when I saw that thing come out about um the sniping vipers. Yeah, or the, is that what it's called? Yeah, on a black mirror. I was literally gonna say that she slept on because she is so gorgeous. She and just like ne- like she doesn't even have to wear like a full face of makeup. She she was so gorgeous in 42, the Jackie Robinson movie. She played uh, Jackie's wife. Mm-hmm. And then she had niggas watching Sleepy Hollow, <laughs> which is amazing in itself. And then I guess they thought that she wasn't as big, and they took her off the show, and it got canceled mm-hmm. right away. And then she was in something else. It's a movie, It's a low-budget movie that she was in, but she was really good in, where she's like a single mom. It gets arrested by uh, and almost loses her kids and stuff. Let me see. Oh, I don't know that one. You it's, know who uh, else I think is really gorgeous is um the actress who plays the main role in She's Gotta Have It. Yeah. I don't know her name. But she kind of reminds me a little bit of Nicole Bahari. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch the second season. I'm not even gonna watch the second season. Oh, I haven't even started this Friday. Guess what comes back? Don't tell me. Insecure. Dear, dear white people. Oh shit! Yes, yes. Ooh, what you call it? Um, black women sketch show. Yeah, comes on this Friday too. Is it Friday the second? Yeah. Yes. Um, American Violet is the movie I was talking about. I saw it on BET once. Oh, I don't know what that is. But uh it's it's actually very well put together. It's it's low budget, but it's not like bad. It's actually a very good movie and she bodies that role. But um Yeah. Shout out to the dark skinned women. Or brown brown skin girl. Your skin is like pearls. The best thing, thing in, in the world. world. I don't know the rest. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to make it look like it's dope. Um, Good one. Um, we're going to talk about Harriet Tubman. Oh, of course. we got to talk about our gat toting pistol holding nigga on, on your, your damn, damn street. street. Uh we have also we have been stands of many people on this podcast. Beyonce, Jay Z, Childish Gambino, Kanye, Kanye, definitely, <laughs> awkwardly, and Harriet Tubman. So Harriet Tubman is getting a movie based on her, 
and all throughout the trailer, she is holding a gun. And I'm just really ready for her to be on somebody's dollar bill. Like, somebody got to make that shit happen. Yes, and especially if our bitch-ass fucking president is going to be a fucking loser and not have it on there. Uh, Can't wait till somebody does put it on her. Because, uh, like, another thing that people would be like, all she was was a slave. You'd be like, you ignorant fuck. (laughs) (laughs) She was more than a slave, even though that's way more than most people have been to do that and to survive to escape and then bring other people with you then to lead a civil war battle and free hundreds of slaves in South Carolina y'all niggas ain't done that shit and so we about to get a blockbuster movie I'm ready of Harriet Tubman being an OG badass I'm ready like all these black ass movies that keep happening like lit it's lit af and then my baby mama janelle monet is gonna be in it looking oh is she yes oh. did you not see the trailer um not all of it yeah she's all throughout the trailer like oh yeah mm. she's dressed like uh a beautiful uh black woman in uh victorian south Wearing dope ass dresses, you're like, okay. Janelle Monet does do well in like vintage playing roles. Like she did well in Hidden Figures. Yeah, yeah. She she, she just has she just has classic beauty. Yes, that's what that is. Like a very symmetrical face, beautiful smile, beautiful skin, beautiful hair, banging body, banging body. That booty though. <laughs> <laughs> that ass though <laughs> them abs though yo yeah. yo she is she's fine fine she out yeah. here that's why when they were like uh she's dating Tessa Thompson like god damn that's a lot of fine shit <laughs> <laughs> like I would like to see that <laughs> two bad bitches kissing in the back seat I know that's not how the song goes but I feel you though <laughs> <laughs> I'm, th- I'm down for that too <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, um, one thing that Nick, uh, when I posted it, of course, declaring that I stand, uh, uh, a dope queen, Harriet Tubman, uh, Nick was like, he was ready for the story, but he kind of was wondering how it felt like, because the actress playing, uh, Harriet Tubman is British. Okay. But she's a British woman of African descent. Um, I believe she's Nigerian. Mm. Um, but he was kind of bringing up the point of where people are talking about how, uh, a lot of the historical roles of black people are going to black Brits. Um, in Selma, David Okoye, Okoye, uh, played MLK. Um, shit, I just forgot. Oh, chick. Chikwe, I'm gonna learn it one day. Like this, I know who you're talking about. I'm Southern. Forgive me. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> uh, Scar from The Lion King. Yes, <laughs> played uh, Solomon Northrop in Twelve Years a Slave. Which, yes. if you ever read the book Twelve Years a Slave, that is definitely a good slave narrative because it's actually based on a real person. Hmm. People always forget that. And then um, Lupita, and that was uh, a king in Mexico. Um, but yeah, I actually don't have a problem with. I started to t- 
tweet this, but I kind of wanted to save it. I actually don't have a problem with that because especially if those are like first or second generation British people mm-hmm. with African descent, they're kind of more or less makeup wise almost similar to the Africans that were brought here and changed. Like I said, we're all the same people. True. And then plus in acting, that's part of acting. You're not always going to be exactly like the person you're portraying. Uh, I don't think I have a problem with it. I think it can become a problem if you're only seeing those people. And I think that's been a trend lately, but I don't want to say that it's necessarily a, it's a nefarious thing behind it. Like it's, I don't think it's some puppet master shit. Like, yeah, these black Brits are better than African Americans. I just think from the way she looked, she looks the part of a young Harriet Tubman. Yeah. So I, I guess I don't have a problem with that. And then also the fact that we're about to get a gun-wielding black woman uh, saving other black people. Fuck all this other shit. Now, if we had had uh, Janelle Monet play Harriet Tubman, I would be okay with that also. Can we also talk about then um, the woman who's going to play James Bond? Yes, I can't remember her name, but she's going to be one of the 007s. What is her name? I always thought she was gorgeous. Uh, what? What else? She is? was in. Um, damn it! I cannot think of the name of the fucking movie. Let's just Google it. (laughs) Black double (laughs) seven. Lashana Lynch. Yeah. Okay, no, she's actually not who I thought she was. She was um, Maria Rambo in Captain Marvel, which I hope they use... uh, or more going forward. Well, anyway, how do you feel about that? I, I'm fine with it. I, of course, I wanted uh, Idris Elba to be Bond, of course. That's what I thought. But I, she's just going to be one of the 007 agents. It's not that she's going to be necessarily James Bond, even though this is Daniel Craig's last uh, James Bond movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we've been talking about Idris being Bond for ten years. Yeah, we actually have. Damn. <laughs> like yeah, like when he was on the Office, they were talking about him being James Bond. 
Damn. Yeah, like this has been a thing for a while. And then, of course, when they first start mentioning it, people were like, yeah, Trace Bond can't be black, all this shit. But now people have kind of warmed up to the idea that if they ever did James Bond as black, Idris would definitely be James Bond. Even though David Okoye actually played James Bond in an audiobook. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder what happened. Like what? They haven't necessarily said that it's not going to happen. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering too. Because in the, the shit that I just pulled up, it's basically saying that she's not James Bond. So... I don't know. They may be just trying to test the waters and see how a black 007 would be. Yeah. While we're on that, Lion King, I like the fact that we have finally embraced Lion King as being a, a black thing. I really don't understand how we never did. Yeah. Simba's name is Swahili. It was African as fuck. Like yeah. Pride Rock. Like what? All the shit. Mufasa? The jungle. Like nigga. All the names in it are like black, black ass as fuck. names. You know what I'm like? I mean Mufasa. Of Rafiki. Course. Ain't no nigga named Mufasa from fucking England. Timon. Pumbaa. Like all of that shit yeah. sounds African as Nala, fuck. Sarabi. Sor- Sarabi. Like come on. Like. How do we, we never? I know. And then, like, but that's also why that was funny that people were, people kind of like all this black ass shit would be like, yeah, it kind of does make sense that this is African culture. It's, it's appropriated, but still. I heard some people were complaining about it, the movie, though, about it, like the, the uh, exact- CGI not being able to emote yeah i've seen people say that too i haven't seen it i i understand that i understand it but at the same time we got just quit bitching just watch the fucking movie the people who would have that criticism i feel like are people who saw the original one as young kids and so you should be able to kind of piece that that first experience look at me with the drunk hiccups that old experience <laughs> to the new experience. Like, you know what happened in the first movie. So I just feel like as an adult, you can put two and two together and make shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's like, it's, it's almost a semantics thing. Like, <laughs> it's like, bro, at the end of the day, it's a fucking movie about lions. It's the same sh- shit. Now, same shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's the one. <laughs> Definitely the one. Did we we kill the bottle? We killed the bottle. Yeah. I told myself I wasn't drinking this week. <laughs> Leave it to juice to be like, I got some Merlot, and I'm like, all right. Since you're pulling my leg, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Since you made me do it, <laughs> might as well. So thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Curvy Brown Girl. And you can find me at a kid named Juice. Some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJC Battle. New episodes available every Thursday.